0: Good afternoon and good evening, guys. Welcome back to another Team List Tuesday podcast, guys. We are here. I've got a few people joining me, and we're going to try and change things up throughout the show, so make sure you're listening very carefully because it's going to be a different show to what we normally do. To start with, guys, I'm going to quickly run through all the key changes to the Team List, um, and then I'm going to throw to plenty of the Discord guys for their thoughts on some trades this week. their thoughts on the key ins and outs, and we'll go from there. All right, guys, so starting with the Eels and Panthers game, Panthers are returning from the bye, and they look like they have a good team with Sorensen returning into the 17 and Eisenhuth dropping out. As for the Eels, Dury is named on the interchange with Brendan Hands, a up-and-coming hooker on the interchange as well. Uh, Ryan Madison is also named. Outside of that, there are no other major changes. Uh, Watch for Matt Dury in that... um, Eel side, he may pull out late with an injury. Uh, Moving on to the Storm and the Tigers. Uh, Cameron Munster is the main one named. Warwick holds his spot. Um, And not too much else to talk about in that side. Uh, Jonah Pezzett drops out uh, with Cameron Munster returning, though he may come back in. I haven't seen any updates on Jerome Hughes yet. Um, as for the West Tigers, West Tigers have ring running in a number of changes with Adam Dewey at the back, Asu Kepe Oa at, uh, in the centres, moving from the second row. Brandon Wakem is at six. We have John Bateman in the second row alongside Isaiah Popoli. Fanua Pole in the lock position. Uh, Dane Laurie is on the interchange with Seafarth in there as well. Uh, that means that Nofaluma and Offa Hengawi are some of the ones that have dropped out. Um, for the Dolphins and the Broncos, Dolphins have named Connolly Lemuelu in the second row with Kenny Bromwich in the forwards, though that's probably going to change now with Kenny Bromwich likely to move back to the second row with one of Jared Wallace or Mark Nichols to start with Felice Kafusi now out for four weeks. Um, for the Broncos, they are pretty much as per program as they have been for the last couple of weeks. Uh, for the Cowboys, Cowboys are... Still the same out the back. Um, the main change is up front with Griffin, means starting and Reuben Cotter out for two to four weeks with a knee injury. Uh, Tamos on the bench replacing him um, with Mitch Dunn playing Queensland Cup last week, so he may move into the side. As for the Titans, Titans are running out the same 17 as last week, so they are going really well. Uh, moving on to the Bunnies and the Seagulls. Uh, we have Saluka Fafita starting at prop with Shaq Mitchell out for about eight weeks with a foot injury. Uh, Jacob Post starts in the second row. Tom Burgess starts at prop. You've got Chican moving back to the interchange. Mowali and Jed Cartwright and Blake Taff also joins the interchange. As for the Seagulls, there is no clear changes. Um, they've got the same squad that they went with last week. Uh, so moving on to the Warriors and Bulldogs. For the Warriors, Charles Nickel Klockstad is at fullback with Tua Piki, uh missing out this week just because of CNK returning. Uh, Freddie Lusick is at nine with Wayne Egan out for a week. Uh, Jackson Ford starts in the second row with Mitz Barnett missing for a week with a neck injury. Um, for the Dogs, Dogs are the same seventeen as last week. Uh, with no apparent changes looking likely anytime soon. For the Knights, Knights against the Raiders on Sunday, um, Greg Mazu is in the back line with Dom Young dropping out. Uh, Leo Thompson's named at prop. Kurt Mann's at 13. Um, with a couple of the guys, Dylan Lucas, Thomas Cart, uh dropping out into the reserves. And then you've also got Tyson Frizzell named amongst the reserves. For the Raiders, James Schiller's named on one wing, um, replacing mind blank, but he's replacing someone. Um, Josh Papali is in the forward rotation, pushing Emre Gula and Pasami Sulu, whichever one's been starting each week, back to the bench. Uh, don't expect that to change, but that also pushes Trey Mooney out of the side. Uh, In the number nine jersey, Zach Wolford's in there with Danny Levi out for a couple of weeks, missing some teeth. Uh, For the Dragons and the Sharks, uh, Dragons will run out basically the same 17 um, with Toby Couchman returning to the side and that pushes Michael Molo back to the reserves. Uh, For the Sharks, Nico Hines is named in the number seven jersey and... Braden Trindle is on the interchange, although I wouldn't be surprised to see Braden Trindle miss out and Jack Williams come in. Um, all right, Cookie, anything jump out particularly
1: to you around team lists this, this week? Uh, just that the Lemuelu one now, like, it was sort of, do you go there or not if Felice gets off? But now Felice Kafusi's off. I think he's going to be one of the most popular pickups. Um, four forty-five k. You could play him at center. You could play him in your fourteen to seventeen. You know, he probably should make a hundred and maybe. I think he's.
0: Oh, Scotty, I don't know where you sit on this, but I reckon he's nearly almost a must-buy this week. Yeah, I remember my sides a couple.
2: Actually, at the start of the season, when he when he came on and played sixty minutes. Um, as a centre option, yeah, he's pretty much close to a must-have now. I think he'll probably average forty to forty-five roughly, and then those good games he might get a sixty. Um, you know, he might be one of those players that gets you up to a bird a little bit later on, or of our homes because I don't. Know if it, it just depends if he brains it. If he brains it, he might be keeper all all season. Like, it just depends.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah. so you've definitely... Yeah, or you could use him to get to 600k, then get another gun forward. Yeah, a number of ways you could play it, but I think he's almost a
0: must-have. Um, um, Scoop, is there anyone calling and jumping out at you from Team List this week?
3: Yeah, I don't mind Lemuelu either. I don't know if he'll play 80 every week. Um, there might be some moving with Kenny and stuff when, say, Wallace comes off the bench. But the big thing for me and, you know and a lot of people is Adam Dewey moving to fullback, which is a big blow to everybody who has him. Particularly he's just looked lost the last couple of weeks. We found out that he's probably got turf toe, uh, ligament injury in his toe, which affects his explosiveness and push off power. He's pretty close to a sell, I'd say, this week. And if if he doesn't go well this week, definitely next week.
0: Yeah. Um Floggy, what's your thoughts on selling during
4: um, this week? I'm one of the, the lucky few who don't have that issue. Um, but coming from somebody who doesn't own him though, it's good news. I mean, it means he gets a couple of weeks uh, fullback which then the question comes up does he get DPP in a couple of weeks when the DPP uh, get re-rolled? So for non-owners, I, I think it's a bit, a bit of a tricky one because if you think he's going to get DPP, you're going to want to finish that. Like you're going to want him, right? Like he, he lost so much value because he lost the uh, was it was he wing fullback last year DPP or was it center? Yeah, it was wing really fullback. Yeah. yeah, so he, fullback. he lost so much value because of yeah, that. Um, but it, it's kind of the the bent Hunt brush in that um, they've just got no one, they've just got no one else. So, like, he's going to have to file. There's no one else. So, if you can hold him, if you think he's going to get the DPP, which, look, if he's got there for two weeks and he's named there for that little while, he should get it. If you can hold him, it might be worthwhile. But I understand it's a lot of cash sitting there, um, especially a lot of people are running the Cleary um, and don't want to run the boys, which is very, very understandable. Um, but it's good prospects for those who don't have him because that means when you know now that he's now that he's dual position played and maybe after a few weeks we can have a look and see how we go from there.
0: Yep, um, I'm probably in that boat of selling, and I, I was going to talk about this a little bit later. But Cookie, I, I reckon you're selling. I I think that turf toe, the stuff I've read up on that turf toe, that's a really big explosive injury. I think it's going
1: to really impact him. I think he's just being moved to fullback just to manage himself. Yeah, but you've got the Dane Laurie thing. He's probably going to come on and move to fullback at some point in the game. And I think Dewey's going to shift to centre. That's how I see it playing out. Like, I think he could lose 200K. And I just can't sit by and wait for watch that happen.
0: And I guess, Scotty, the, the thing is the 200K is that loss of 200K? Is it worth the DPP? No. Or you just pick him up? It's really annoying because I think this is probably the hardest
2: trade week that we've had. Um, look, you can, you can always wait a week and set yourself up for Hines next. Oh, he's got the buy the week after, so it's even tougher. Um, yeah, I'm going well, well, really hard this week. Yeah, went round
5: seven. Yeah.
6: Oh, I thought you meant yeah. to trade it out Dewey. The no, 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 it's
2: a, it's a think, you know, for mine, no. No, no, no. Yeah. I, it's a really tough one because there's not too many good options, I don't think. Like, SJ's there, but you know, it's it's SJ. Like, we've seen him go up and down like a yo-yo before and the Warriors are up and down like a yo-yo. Like, is he really that trustworthy? I, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's
0: it's tough. Yeah, okay. So I hadn't realised that the Tigers had their buy in round seven as well. So yeah. See I reckon I reckon you're talking almost almost an absolute sell.
1: With that. I reckon he's got to go. Yeah. Just on SJ, the positive thing about him is is that he's doing all the kicking. So he's been getting over five hundred kick meters a week and hasn't been missing any tackles and you got the Warriors seem to be playing a bit better, which might be you know better for his scoring.
2: Yeah, I think I think their forward pack's a lot better this this year, and Afb's obviously firing. He looks really good this year; like he looks like ridiculously good. So um, obviously Mitch Barnett adds a lot as well, um, and they've just got Jazz Tavonga back as well. So yeah look, I see the upside they they ran over the cows last week um so yeah look it, yeah, it's just the s j factor you just never you just never know
1: the other one people are tossing up Scotty's paying the extra hundred k and getting adam Reynolds. that's a name that's floating around a lot as well,
2: yeah see Renault's, Renault's another one of those blokes that's he's. What averaging almost sixty this year or sixty one? Um, right? What's that, Paulie? Do you think
6: he's going to keep it going? Well, with this, with the
2: run that they've got, like they got five or six easy games in a row, um, he could, he could, yeah, for sure. Because he's going to get more conversions, they're going to score more tries. I, I think he could. Average at sixty in the next five weeks,
6: six weeks. Not so sure. Did anyone mention Matt Burton? I didn't. Matt Burden. Before. Did anyone mention Matt Burden? Um,
0: where do you guys sit with Matt Burton? Because he only he only got a four. He only got a few
4: last week. What did he get last week? It, they, they versed the t- all apologies poorly, but they did verse the Tigers. So you've got to take. Take that with a grain of salt. A fifty nine last
0: week, but that uh,
4: the, the two weeks prior to that, when they did verse stronger stronger opponents, uh, he hasn't gone so well, and a lot of people sold him last week before the Tigers. Um, I, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. Look, if if you really really need to swap out Dewey, there's not a huge clear swap out option because I think there's going to be risks associated with any of those guys. They're not, they're not the top guns. Um, so, uh, but at the same time, you know, if there's a few other guns out there that you might be able to look at around the same price point. Uh, a lot of people seem, if they can possibly do it, look to be going towards the the turbo route rather than the, um, the other, the other half and just run a rookie half instead. But, yeah see the thing depends on your
3: team yeah the thing that scares me most with Burton is Reed Marnie's doing a lot of kicking last week Reed Money actually kicked more than Burton which is crazy to me 261 meters to it's 260 so only barely but that's a lot of points that Burton isn't getting that he was last year
2: yeah I agree
0: it's mean, very interesting um so, yeah, I mean, I know for me, uh,
6: what was that? Sorry, Scotty. I was just saying, I, I don't think Burton's a guy. Um, What about Sean Johnson? Yeah. See, I
0: reckon, I'm not really sure why you'd go down to a guy that's...
6: Sorry? I was just asking, what about Sean Johnson? Would he be a good move from Dewey?
0: I think you kind of touched on him before. You kind of touched on him before, Scotty, and, and I was just about to make a comment about it. See, I don't understand why you would go to guys, particularly guys like S.J. and Reynolds, that have a history of being up and down players. Um, particularly S.J. I don't know why. So I reckon you just try and find the money and go all the way to Heinz. That's, or, or even go to Munster. Go for guys that at least you may as well just shore up that position. So that's my thinking. If, you, if you're going to move him on, move him on to a guy that you're going to shore up. A yeah, position.
1: the thing is, Kimmy, though, some people want to spend, look for value buys. So then they can, like, get Tedesco when he bottoms out. Like, if they go to, say, Hines now, then they're not going to be able to get Tedesco to in the next two weeks which is what some people are wanting to do. Because if you're buying all high, high whereas you know, you've got to look for the value as well. Like Jaden Braley's another one. That's going to be a good buy soon as well. That some people are eyeing off to have as their second hookup.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I just, I'm looking at it going particularly around the halves. For me, I started the year with Cleary and Dewey and, by round four, I'm going to have Cleary and Heintz. Like, I'm looking at that going, that's, that's brilliant. That's what that's I'm, a, I'm looking at. That's, that's I've got the, the goal, I'm going to have it? the two best halves in the game at round four. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the end goal. I, I, like I, so, I, 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 I don't have to
0: touch my halves unless there's an injury.
4: If you just simply have the question, I really want to do it. And I want to go between SJ or, or AJ. Um, You'd like, you just got to go Reynolds uh, like Reynolds, sorry you'd go Reynolds because purely Reynolds figures yep. Reynolds doesn't go missing um, SJ's figures are up and down Reynolds figures are up and down mostly due to injury uh, and you you see them go but you, you can kind of see them coming um, so that's where, if, if the question was just between those two, that's where I would land but yeah, it's, it, there's there's not a whole lot of cash rises happening with with halfbacks at the moment. It seems to be in the other positions at the moment because uh, a lot of the the key halves are a, are either cashed up to where they're they're usually paid to, uh, and all the cheaper ones, um, some in particular, uh, just aren't firing. So,
0: yeah. Um. guys, is there any other key guys that you really want to talk about? Lemuelu, uh, Dewey, they seem like some really big topics.
1: Um, I imagine Egan Butcher is a sell for most of us. Yeah. What do you guys think about Wilton? Yeah. Because he's another one that I'm considering. Um, Very good. Yeah. I've got to decide whether I do Wilton or Lemuelu. That's my decision.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about it. I would be got personally, I reckon you would go Lemuelu because it's going to shore up that that tricky centre spot for you. I know you've got some dodgy centres. Mm. I've
4: got Bird. That, that completes your centre spot Oh, did you get Bird? Spot
0: then? Yeah, but I did. I don't oh, know. I just feel I like this, this, oh, okay.
4: there's plenty of value still at the moment with edges and I reckon if you, I don't think. Wilton's the value pick that you're after, I think. Uh, I think he's kind of a bloke that you, you might close to finish with. Um, I, I don't know. I just think there's, he's going to be more value with Lonely-Lonely at the moment. And he's got the dual position as well, so you've got a bit more play. Um, also, Sharks have that buyer coming up some sooner. and Dolphins
6: is a, a little ways off. Yeah, not a bad shout. I think some people are looking at Sloan. Maybe we should touch on him as well.
0: All right. We'll take us off, Cookie. Why? Why should we talk about Sloan?
1: Uh, just because of how he's gone, like, the last couple of weeks. Um, I know he scored tries, but he's looked all right. He's made about 100 metres each game, three tackle busts, averaging six tackles a game. So that's already 25-ish points mm-hmm. straight up. And, um some people are just worried about, you know, needing to flick to allow that they've still got there yep. or they want to hop off Warbrick or they want to hop off Dory. And I think this guy, whilst still be up and down, is probably going to, you know, maybe get a 45 one week, then a 25 the next, but he's still going to make solid cash.
4: I own him.
0: Um, I think watching him. Yep. Um, so what about you, Scotty? Because I know Paulie touched on... Uh, Sloane. Into... You go for
4: you. Oh, sorry, mate. Um, yeah, I, I own him. So, um, like watching him, he has some big, big effort areas, sure. um, which is what you kind of want to see. But like, like what Cookie was saying, there's t- there's some tackle, average tackle busts and stuff like that. But a lot of those are happening during those tries. Um, and he, the, there's a few players out out like this at the moment, uh, some, like Walsh. Um, they rely on those big plays, uh, like not to not the, paint them with the same brush, but even uh, David Fafita, they rely on the big the big standout plays to actually make their impact and make their their points. Um, so you've, you've got to take it with a grain of salt with Sloan that, you know what, he's going to have those really low floor games. At the moment, he hasn't. So a lot of people are kind of looking to jump on. He's fairly cheap still. Um and like I said, I've had him since round one and been pretty happy with it. It was kind of one that everyone kind of started with their side, um, but they seem to have taken him out when they did a bit of shuffling. Um, but yeah, I, it's 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 a roll of the dice, it really is. So just just be prepared. You bring him in, he, he might only score you twenty points next week. But um, those with I've got Tedesco as well, for example,
6: and I've had to bring him in for Tedesco because I I don't trust Warbrick Yeah, I think that's I think that's a reasonable thing. I think I was surprised to see Warbrick still in the team
0: this week. I thought he might have been dropped. So I think you definitely need cover there. Um, I, I'm looking at I'm kind of looking at Sloan as well, partly because kind of looking at him as possibly my best that I can get um, if I do go Adam Dewey up to um, Nico. But yeah, it's probably one that I'm considering trading in
6: just so I don't end up with Warbrick in my team. Um, any other sort of thoughts there, guys? Um, what's our opinion on Tom Travovich?
0: Spicy, I love this. Go on, lead us off. Where, why do you want to hear about Tom Travovich? What are you thinking? Survive,
6: um, because he's pretty cheap 650k for a potential keeper gun. I mean, it's probably like
1: for me. It's either now or never. If he, like, goes good and gets to 700K, he's going to be too expensive for me to afford. But for me to get him, I'll probably need to get Sean Johnson
6: if I'm selling AD as well. But that's the only problem that I have.
0: What do you reckon about that, Scotty? Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, Scoop, um, you have
2: the buy schedule. How many... um games is tommy potentially going to miss because this this has to come into consideration as well
3: yeah definitely i was going to touch on this the big question is are you going to get turbo before origin or are you going to get teddy before origin because having both might be a little difficult so turbo we know he's going up now good um low break even he's going to make money scoring well but he potentially misses five or six games during that um, origin period. He misses at least two um, because the Seagulls play round 13 and round 16, but then he has three-day backups for round 17 and round 20. So he could potentially miss quite a lot of games, whereas Tedesco, um, the Roosters are the equal best, and they might only miss one or two extra games because they have buys in two of the three origin weeks and only one three-day backup. However, Tedesco hasn't gone up yet He's on the way down and you Well, you're, you're expecting the Roosters to go Better and Teddy to bounce back, but he's a, a Later proposition rather than, rather now. than now And, and so, so if you he, need to get break more break out, out It, it, it might, might be not turbo. turbo
5: If you bought Turbo Now, how much money would you want him To make so he could become A sell over Origin and then A buyback in like some people did with Haas over the over
0: last year at their origin time. Jeez. He'd have to be nearly. I reckon he'd have oh, to be close to 800K. 750
5: plus 800. That's so, so, yeah. 750 so that's the question you're asking. I'd say. Right? Like if you can bring Turbo in now and you think he can make 150K, then he's a great buy in because you don't have to panic at origin time because you can, you've got your choice of selling and making 150 profit or. Um, holding him if you feel like oh, actually it's not that bad but if you think he's only going to make another 50 or
3: 60k, he's probably it's probably too late Yeah, well 800k is what, 56, 57 average, if you think you can get that you can go for him, but I mean uh, he hasn't really done humongous scores outside of 2021 apart from a few times um, he is looking good though like Luttrell his hammy seem to have been magically fixed in the us we'll see how it goes
0: um ross is there anything you kind of want to add to all of that conversation just talking about tommy tommy who <laughs> tommy gun tommy turbo
7: yeah no i'm an owner you have to own him i think it's pretty simple um I think he's back to his best, albeit a small sample size, but mate, I'm I'm very I'm loving what I'm saying. Uh, it reminds me of that special year he had. Um all the talks of whether he can get back to those numbers. I think sixty is around the the right number that he can get week to week, and um anything north of that's a bonus. So yeah, gotta have him guys. Yeah. All right. Um next question, guys, just for you. Uh, when
0: do we start looking to try and get some gun second rowers into our team? Is it, is it something we're looking no. at
1: doing now or is it something way later if, in the season? If you've got Eli Katoa, I think you're happy because he's looking like the gun that's going to keep in that 50 to low 50s average. So You just keep holding him and then you're hoping that someone like Aliero or Cartwright makes enough to get to 550K and then you upgrade one.
6: Do we think Hopgood's a keeper for, like, the whole year?
1: No, nah, I don't think I'm so. Perfect, yeah, they spoke about it today, Paulie and Lukey on their um...
2: – I reckon he's your way to get horns in. That's my view. Yeah,
7: I reckon Hopgood's uh, – he's a cash out. Maybe in a month. But it's just like the boys said it to – he just said, you've got to wait and see how he goes in minutes. If he starts plummeting, jump off, use it elsewhere.
0: See, I reckon, I reckon <laughs> he's shown enough now that I reckon they might nearly have to just give him the big minutes. I reckon he's still going to get
7: 60 minutes a week. Could do, but he's been getting his points with 80 minutes, right? And um, I don't know, his sample size isn't big enough for us to gauge how he's going to go. He's brained it for what? three or four rounds, so
6: let's Back to... you know, I mean, I'm just talking about him because watched a
0: little bit of him last year in New South Wales Cup what we're seeing from him now, this is this is what he does he's, he's very good and I think he's only, I think he's going to continue to do it. they are already talking about him possibly playing Origin
4: I think he's just going to I think the problem with him, though, is where the Eels are sitting at the moment, whilst he's got massive good effort areas, they're 0-3. So there's got to have to be some changes, um, especially, like, I I, I don't know the stats on this, but how many times has somebody like been in the grand final and then started with this type of return effort? uh, And they've had very, very little change in their roster. So... Uh, they got some. They got some injuries. Yeah, yeah and they, like he's, he's
7: been in. And Foggie also. So true. And dude, like the errors that he made. I wanted to touch on the errors. Like the errors he made defensively last week was trash. And you can't tell me that he's keeping Maddo out of minutes playing in the middle. No
4: chance.
1: He's missing about six tackles a game, Russ, right at the moment. That is. Just-
4: the- the good thing we have, though, is is where he's sitting at the moment because he has been braining it and he started so, so cheap. Uh, his break-even still at 19. So he's going to happen. Uh, he's still going to earn your cash anyway. Um, and Maddo is named this week. So we get to see what the rotation will look like. Um, we know Dury is a bit shaky as well, which... Um, you know, I, I I don't know, like Hopgood can play out there as well. So does he just enter the edge rotation instead? Or uh, I think the prop rotation is pretty solid. So I don't know if he's going to really enter that. I don't know if any of you guys have got any other comment for that. But
7: I just love the drama the that one sub pass score does for every player. Like Cleary, oh, 100%, 100%. Like one sub pass score out of so many teams, out of 12% teams, one sub pass <laughs> score for Hopgood. And... Uh, yeah,
0: we're talking about trading, so uh, cool with lads. See, I'm actually 100% on board with what you were saying there for you. I, I actually think that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, he's shown before he can play part of the middle. I think he just becomes part of that prop rotation. Madison eventually goes back to the edge, uh, goes back to the, the bench. He comes on, um, jumps into that lock role. Hotgood moves into prop and gives uh, Paulo or RCG a, a spell, and I think they try and use those four guys as their big minute middles. That's um,
1: another question some people are asking. Is is it too late for Cartwright, or is this the last week? I'm the one
0: right. If you listen to Paulie today, Paulie's, Paulie's getting a ticket to the Cardi Party. That's what he's doing. He doesn't care where this train stops. He is jumping on the Cardi Party.
4: Well, we were all surprised that Dury got named, right? So being the opposite, yeah. I, I, I need to have a look at how long until Lane's back. But again, it, it's almost like the, the assumption at the moment and where people are standing is that Madison back is going to affect Hopgood, which which I think we can all agree on. Um, but it's just looking at how this rotation works. Um, Dury's got question marks, so there's a bit of a shadow there. It's an early game, so we know what it's going to look like at least. So we'll get a bit of a look and there's going to be no buggerizing around because, worst case scenario, Dury, Dury might make way ahead of time. You never know. If, if if he's not as good like we thought he wouldn't be, um, maybe that that's where the change happens and even Hopgood gets pushed to the edge. Um, yeah, see how we go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, guys, kind of touching on a few things and I want to kind of go to um, looking at a new sort of segment that we're looking at kind of trying to bring in over a couple of weeks over between this and the Q&A pod, just a couple of different segments. Um, Guys, particularly this one tonight, we're going to go with Timbo Slice of Drama. Guys, I'm going to give you a question. I'm going to let you guys debate it out. Um, This week, I'm going to go with... The best person under 300K, the best GP to be bringing in your team is Sonny Luke. Now, it's going to kind of sound like a bit, a bit of a weird one, but I think if you're looking for a guy under 300K, I think Sonny Luke is going to become an absolute must. Uh, and I think it starts this week. We've seen already when teams have backed up off the buy that they come out a lot better. I think I also know that Penrith went away to a camp um, somewhere somewhere in New South Wales, went, went away, hung out. And I think on the back of that, Sonny Luke's going to come out and they're going to trust him a bit more. I think it, it kind of feels like that Cleary hasn't, uh, Ivan hasn't trusted Sonny enough. Uh, Sonny's previously played anywhere from 60 to 80 minutes in New South Wales Cup. So I reckon we're about to see Sonny absolutely explode. And if you're looking for a guy under 300K, I reckon Sonny is your man. Um, Scotty. You're normally the insider on on Penrith. Take it away. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong.
6: No,
2: I think you're right, mate. I think you're right. I think Kenny moves to the middle. I think after 25-ish minutes, and I think Sonny Luke comes on. I'm looking at probably Sonny Luke next week, maybe out for Trindle, um, bank a bit of cash and get ready for Teddy. Um, that's probably going to be my trade. Because I, I'm, I think, I think the same, Timmy. I think Sonny Luke's going to have to be a must soon. I know his PPM's not that crash hot, but I think he'll make up for that in attacking stats because he he does run the ball a lot and does set up a few tries. So, um, now nah, I'm on on board with that for sure.
0: Is there anyone else that either agrees or disagrees with that, or if they've got something else
7: under three hundred k that they're looking at? I agree with exactly what Scotty said. Nailed it on the head. Absolute credit. There's no drama here, guys. You're all agreeing. You're not supposed to agree. Come
2: on. I do, um, I do think Blaw's still one to watch, to be honest. He's under 300. Um. And I do think Katoa as well for the Finns. Mate, he's only going to get better. Like, it's, he's in his third game. He's young. He's only going to get better. I know he might have a little injury scare this week, but... We've seen it before and he's, you know, in his first New South Wales Cup game, he scored 60-odd. So I think he's definitely one to watch in the near future because he could be a really good pickup.
7: I know that we've all got him. I, I would, I, I think that we've all got him. But Walbrick with Munster, I think that only puts up his stocks a little bit too. So uh, more attacking stats, please. And I think that he's going to get them this week.
4: The matchup's pretty good for Warbrick too, by the way. Oh this week we can especially.
6: Uh, Look up for feeder for the bunnies.
0: Mate, you're you' mm. are you are putting him out there to survive, you have gotta back it up. You don't just throw him out there, back him up. Yeah,
1: like us yeah what do you like about him? <laughs> this week, and, like, the Bunny's got a bunch of injuries in the forward pack, so
6: he'll get his minutes for, like, probably the next two, three weeks, so he'll get you, like, 50, 60k cash, maybe even more. So, for me, that's not
1: enough. I'm- no, I just, I'm um, worried. Yeah, we get Jame Sele back next week, but what they're going to do is Tom Burgess is going to play massive minutes. He's going to play 55 minutes. Murray's going to have a 10-minute spell at most. Keon's going to shift to middle. 20 to 25 minutes in um, because they got, they're got they carrying Cheekham and Jet off the bench. So one of them will go to edge. Like I think he'll get around 40 minutes to lack of a feeder, but it could drop slightly when um, silly's back the week after. He might be back to 30 minutes, 35 minutes.
4: I think the benefit's too More short data term. Yeah, it's too short term, I think, because um i think this week he might he might score pretty well but their troops are coming back They've, there's been a lot of reports and stuff about how panic stations the ravados are it's just the one week um they're going to see see more and more come back and i think you can, oh,
1: it'll be a little while foggy but um, to toler and arrow are out for a month so we're only getting in the next
4: month but... yeah, still though i just i just don't think you're going to get what you want out of him and I think oh, you wanna aim for at least a hundred plus. Like if you're after if you're looking to to bring someone in and they're gonna you know they're a short term inclusion on a on a starving side, how much money do you think they're gonna make? If you think they're gonna make under a hundred K, I just don't been, think it's worth your trade. He,
1: he's never been a big minute middle yet in first grade either. He's mainly just played twenty, twenty five minutes a game. So we haven't yeah. seen him play at that just, point for forty five yeah. minutes like like roscoe said
4: more more data's needed um and I just think it's I agree it's kind of like if you don't get him this week and he brains it then everyone's going to talk about him next week but then you can't bring him in next week so it's i think it's too risky to to call this this early on um and I just think yeah he's not i think he's going to be a trap i think he's going to be somebody who's just in that that price point that you're not going to be able to get rid of, rid of him um and he's just going to earn you – your, your your peanuts. From yeah, I mean, on.
1: I can give you an example. He played sixty-three minutes in New South Wales Cup last week. Made two hundred and thirty meters, missed six tackles. I think he scored thirty-two fantasy points in sixty-two minutes. That was playing and in the front row. So, see
4: for that. That doesn't like, and that's that's not yeah. first grade. So, No that that to me doesn't pass the test in itself. So I, I just think he's going to be a trap. And I think a lot of people are going to jump on him because of the opportunity, but yeah, it's not going to be worth it.
0: Um, I'll present one on behalf of Paulie because he was talking about it on his, show, on his show this afternoon and that's AKP. Cookie, you don't like AKP, but
1: mm.
6: Paulie,
0: Paulie thinks he's
1: a good pickup. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm not convinced with the Titans yet and He's just base. Without the tries, he can go below 10. Um, Yeah, I I, I don't like it. I'm I'm not going anywhere near there. To be fair, I bought him and then sold him round one. So I think, like, for most people, it's, like, not worth to buy him back again.
0: He's he's only increased his price by 4K. Like, it's not... In terms of buying him back, you're not... There's no reason you can't buy him back. It's not like he's made... 60 or 70k and outpriced himself. He's still basically basement price.
4: Yeah.
0: It, it, it took them though yeah. to beat
4: the storm to, to for him to score well, and the storm had some massive outs. I think he's just. I think he he, he needs the team to go well, and and I, I compare him to Warbrick. The difference is is Warbrick plays for a team that can play well, whereas Titans are on struggle street. Um, they it was a pretty massive scalp, but it was also like the weakest we've seen Storm in a little while as well. So I, I just don't think, uh, I, similar to um, what we are talking about Burton before, I think you've got to really take that score with a grain of salt because people sold him for a reason um, and he's only had one one decent game. Um, I just don't think you can just pick up a player, even if I, that cheap. I just don't think you can do it. Uh, it he's going to turn so, into
6: he only scored thirty-eight points with two tries, so I mean his base is terrible.
1: Yeah, that's a...
4: For, for a winger though, that that is like for most wingers, that's 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 what you need. You need a, you need to, the tries are almost attacking stats, um, because that's what, what we're I'll just say to be fair, we get those questions
5: in totally off the cuff. We have no time to research and. We don't even have anything in front of us that says this is the amount of people that are that are this, oh. this much price. So we're just saying, like, he wanted someone under 250. So we're just trying to come up with someone to answer the question. It's not horrible. Doesn't it doesn't mean we're it. saying, oh, yes. yeah, buy him. He's awesome. It's what we're trying to say is, like, look, if you if that's what you want, then that's a player who some people like at the start of the year that's still in that price bracket. Certainly not a recommendation from Lukey or me that that's the guy.
4: 100%. He's not, yeah. he's not someone you should be thinking about. The, the only, only reason why you'd bring him in is if you just... You, it was a mega upgrade and you had no other option. But even still, you kind of want to... I feel like you're going to need a cheap newbie coming in throughout the season to swap him out to. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck with him all season. You can't upgrade him to anyone because he's not making enough cash. Have you guys,
0: have you guys seen his ownership percentage? <laughs>
4: Yeah, but think also don't don't forget there's gonna be dead teams in that and a lot of people had him round one for some reason. So I think he's he's gonna to be top, a part of a lot.
0: Top thousand. He's in forty six and a half percent of the top thousand. So he's in four hundred and sixty-five teams in the top thousand.
4: That's more of a sign of how cooked this body competition is, if I'm honest. That's just ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Fifty percent of teams in the top five thousand. So yeah. in the top five thousand two thousand five hundred comp's not one in March.
5: Yeah. Comp's not one in March. Just ask oh. <laughs> Dre. Like the you know, Tigers like, is... well well. on next, next, right.
1: Right. next scenario. <laughs>
4: All right. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the list of the top top thousand teams, right? And, and the, yeah. like the count of how many what the, the players are. So there's a few obvious ones. Hopgood, Alamotti, Katoa is the third most owned player in the top 1,000. Go down the list a little bit further. Cartwright's there. uh, Like at number seven or eight. A little bit further, there's AKP, Hayes Perham, Matt Dury. These are all above 40% owned players in the top 1,000. Like... These are guys that should, they should yeah. not be in the top thousand with those players at all. But this is what this is, is people who have gone absolute bargain basement bench players to get absolutely as much as they can on the field. Um, and it's just going to kill them. They're just going to start dropping like flies. And that's why at the moment we're seeing, you know, people who've been playing the game a lot um, and they're, they're sitting in the rank like 50,000s and stuff like that. But, this week, for example, I was I was above fifty thousand this week, and I'm now below twenty thousand in one week, because yep. the people are dropping yeah. off.
6: Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's something, guys. I think if you're in that boat, I think there's a whole lot of stuff that you need to keep in mind. If you're a if you're a regular fantasy player, um, if you're someone that hasn't loaded up with with ten ten guns to start the year, um, and that means that you've also then got Ten guys at 250k to start the season, um, then you're going to make some huge ground up. And it's also worth keeping in mind, where possible, to try and save trades. Um, we we've spent all time ta- all of this show talking about uh, making sh- uh, spending spending trades and everything like that. Reality is, guys, the ones that are going to win the comp are the ones that have saved the most trades. Um, the more trades you can have at the back end of the year, the obviously the better you're going to go because there are going to be guys that are just going to be falling right off the radar because, um, as Cookie talked about it um, in the preseason, he talked about the idea of generating cash. And if you've got a lot of cheapies in your team, you're not going to have the opportunities to generate cash, uh, and it's going to make your team almost almost redundant by the time we get to Origin. Um, there's probably They're probably the main guys. Um, anyone else have anything that's worth talking about? Um, there's no one else that's really jumping out at me. I know that, um, for instance, in the top, in the top thousand, I know, um, what's his name at the Finucane is quite highly owned, which
1: does my head in. Um, so a whole range of things there. Just, yeah, cool. just in uh, the comments below, Rusty mentioned um, Leo Thompson and Matt Craik. Do you want to touch on them, Scotty? Because we probably should have mentioned them, given that. The Knights have eight to ten blokes out.
2: Yeah, so Thompson's starting at prop, which is a little bit annoying because he was playing thirteen and he had big minutes last week. Just looking at the um the rotation on the bench, obviously Hetherington will come on for Thompson. Um probably that twenty minute mark. And then he'll come back on for probably another twenty minutes in the half in the second half, so Look, uh, look, it's definitely a risk in, in getting him because I think Adam Elliott's back in a week or two. Uh,
1: Do we think he's uh, going to play, though? Barry Tui on Twitter last night said he's not going to play, so maybe it's mind games from Adam O'Brien.
7: Are we really chasing Leo Thompson yeah. when there's so much, so much? Four hundred and sixty K. Like, fair well, dinkum. Yeah, I know he's, K is too much. We got him last year, but we got him at Basement. I don't know, <laughs> Scotty. But at 460, are you grabbing him or not? I'm personally not,
2: but um, I think Matt Croker's the one that's everyone's
0: not really looking at. Matt Croker's an interesting pro- He's a really good player with a good PPM. Croker's the- Matt Croker's the one that's traditionally had a better PPM, isn't it?
2: Yeah, he's got a good PPM, but... He could be out of the side next week. That's the issue. Like, it's
7: just... It's a real shame because he's a bloody good ball runner. Yeah, and he's, a, he's a really good, good ball player. player as well. Like, he's such a good footy player. For See, a big I reckon brain, right? t- For a
0: big boy, he <laughs> can move. I reckon you apply the same theory that we're talking about with the Bunnies. I reckon there's just too many guys coming in and out of the team. There's to potentially to be too many changes. Any of those guys that were in the team last week potentially could come back in next week. Um... And then you've also got to consider that if the Knights are not going well, even if he is coming on, he might still struggle to score points. So I I don't know. It might be one of those between Leo Thompson and Matt Croker that it's really not worth having them anyway because the Knights aren't good.
4: Croker's 360, so he's 100K less, but there's less security with his, out of all of them,
1: Thompson's got Sorry, security, um, but he's too he's buddy, Can I just interrupt? Breaking news a minute ago, Jerome Hughes unsuccessful and will miss two weeks. Not a shock. Move
7: yeah.
1: Not a shock, but that does mean Jonah Pezert will come
0: into the halves. Um yeah, probably wouldn't wouldn't necessarily not, touch him. Not good for guitar, but good for Liero. Yeah. So, um that is That is that. That is something worth keeping in mind because Hughes was making a really good partnership with Katoa. Um, so probably expect a drop down in points for Katoa. Are
1: we going to touch on Coro I mean, he's pretty much maxed out I mean, minimum price. To be, to be honest,
0: I don't even think... I, I think Cookie touched on the hooker that you need to be thinking about more than Coro I, I think... Jaden Brayley's one. Yes, but Parrish is going to be oh, so cool. play Origin,
1: and Brayley's going to, you know, be through those bye rounds. I think round 30.
0: Are we
7: sure he's going to play
0: Origin? Brayley's
1: going to do a ton of tackling. Yeah, Rob's in
7: Robson ahead of sure everyone now with his. Well, has been the best hooker in New South Wales this year, so.
6: So Some... well, I think. Not so sure. Yeah. Well, I don't I think know. He's hurt
2: chances at the Tigers, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, my, I think I think Robson has to be there at this stage. I think he's done enough to get there. But it's whether they go with Corrissau or they go with Cook as the other nine. Maybe, maybe Jaden Brayley. Yeah, he's Robson Brayley. That's not a bash out, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of in terms of those cheaper hookers. I know that Wade Egan's kind of almost outpriced himself now, but Egan's one and worth keeping an eye on. If I know that he's missing this week, but he might be one that you get because um, he's he's looking really good. He's doing a ton of work for New Zealand at the moment. Um, yeah,
7: I, I, I don't know, Timmy. I uh, just reckon if you're not in the Harry Grant camp, then you just need to find a way to get there because yeah. Like there's this is daylight between his quality and everyone else. Is everyone in agreement with that? Mate, he's going to tear the Tigers apart
2: this week. That's what I'm
7: saying. Like, yeah, I I just think all these little bit part B graders, it's just it's going to cost you an extra you spending the trade to get them in and then get them out again to get to Harry Grant. It just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. Let me just check something because I heard today that he scores, he goes really well against the Tigers. Who, Munster? Um, Grant, I um, think it's a Harry career Grant. average of
3: 75 against the Tigers, including. I know um, oh that might have been the Titans last week, but yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the good.
0: Titans. Titans, he's got a, a huge average. <laughs> yeah, player. no, he he does he's only play
7: played well against the Tigers, too.
0: See, I thought that. He's only played the Tigers once.
6: What did he get, 80? He
7: scored. <laughs>
0: Last he year he scored a
6: fifty. He hasn't played the. He hasn't played the Tigers. Well, that and Tigers he was on the bench. Two thousand and twenty-one. Yeah, he was on the interchange, and he scored a try. So he played forty-five minutes.
0: I know. I thought I, I heard today that he he's um really good against the Tigers, but obviously he hasn't played them very much. Ooh. Um. All right. Well, no, I don't
6: know. Well our defense is good against hookers this year. I mean if you look at money and um uh the knights, Brayley, well Brayley got injured. But we kept money to like under fifty, so Look, I, I think
0: you I think you've gotta be looking for your top tier gun. I think if you told me that Jaden Brayley was your second hooker, I wouldn't be upset with that. But I think you've gotta try and get Harry Grant and ideally ideally you wanna have Harry Grant and one of Cook or Robson as your second hooker and I think mean, that's
6: that's Do you think Coro
0: is something what?
1: as a second hooker
0: I, I don't think he's worth it to be honest mate I, I seriously not, not to be disrespectful to you or anything like that. <laughs> you
7: got the West Tigers blinkers on
1: I think mate that's the problem because I, I already have in my team but it's like his bottomed out to sell and there's no Simkin on the bench so I don't want to sell him but like it's like a mixed thing
0: see See, my biggest concern with the Tigers is the fact that they've already gone to the point of playing Trindle. Uh, Not Trindle, um, Wakeham, in the halves. I I feel like that's that's their biggest concern, is that they've gone to that. It means that there's something wrong with Dewey. It also means that there's going to be a problem with their attack. It means that Luke Brooks is going to control the attack again, which it, it just... Every time that Luke Brooks has controlled the, the attack over the last few years, like, he's just not been consistent enough. Tim, Luke. Timmy, Tim, Luke Brooks hasn't
2: the attack Wakem is apparently. Jesus, that makes it even worse.
7: Yeah, because, yeah. but
6: How, how does that can we make get, that better? Yeah, the West Tigers
7: life <laughs> member in here, please? Paulie G, can we get a, um your opinion oh, on the oh, Coruscant oh. hold or sell please?
5: Mate, I don't know about Coruscant, but the Tigers are winning this week mate.
1: Just on um, Munster, doesn't he still need to get clearance from the surgeon?
7: Thanks, Cookie. Thanks sir, for ruining the mode.
1: I was just going to say, if he does and Hughes is out, that will put me off Captain Grant if both the sides are out. He's, he's the only left one away, left in his bones. It's Cookie's it's
6: universe,
1: away. mate. It's We're it's just pom- pom- living in <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, he's I'm just saying, if Munster's out <laughs> as well,
2: well, right. Maybe you should bring his surgeon.
1: If Munster's playing, I'm captaining Grant. If Munster's playing. out,
0: I'm going half. See, I reckon I reckon if Munster's out, it, everything falls on, on Harry Grant. Everything Harry, goes on to him. I think. He'll, his, his kick, his kick meters will go up to nearly 300 kick meters. Oh, that's a big call. But I mean, if, if Munster's not there, He's going to do a lot. He's, he's going to play, play every, even if he he's half. I'm sure Monster. Will yeah,
7: play. He, there's no universe that Monster doesn't play. He made. He played half a game with the bone sticking out of his finger, mate. He's playing. He's play-
0: yeah. Especially with Hughes out, I think he's almost guaranteed to play now.
7: Yeah, get that up, you cookie. Let's wrap this up.
0: All right, guys. Unless anyone else has got anything burning that they need to discuss and get off their chest. Um, Scotty, shut up. I don't want to hear about what's burning down there. Um, guys, unless anyone else has got anything burning, uh, I'm happy to kind of wrap this up.
7: Anyone got anything they want to finish I off I just with? want Cookie to improve and be better for the Discord.
2: <laughs> Do you want
5: to say any more, mate, or you just... Lockie's just asked what Cookie's trades are this week.
0: Oh well, go on cookie
1: i i I'm I'm still deciding
0: oh, don't even come on, you know you've made your trade three weeks ago
1: Well, I'm keen on
7: him so, full disclaimer last week he said he was going to do tohu and he he told his fans he was bringing in tohu and he didn't bring him in, so I don't know, you can't really trust Pretty him gone. at the moment he's playing smoke and mirror.
1: It'll be a last-minute
5: decision. Mm, cookie, yeah, you right. might have to change your approach now that you're um, uh, Mr.
4: Popular
1: in the fantasy world. Uh, yeah, well, well, we'll see. is um, the yeah. one that I'm probably looking at now. I'm just saying, if you see, do I any mean, advice, I you might, might have convenient.
5: to take your own advice, otherwise people will think you're being duplicitous. Ooh, that's a big word, Paulie. I love that word. Yeah, I don't know what
1: that word means. It anyway. means you're leading your fan,
7: you're, you're telling your fans one thing, but you're not doing it to yourself. Like, you know what I mean, Cookie? Yeah,
1: same
7: one. Yeah, well, I mean, I I'm. That. I'm
0: not
1: captaining Hopgood or Cleary. It'll be on ground it, or Haas. So you're I being I can fake, Cookie. You're being fake. I'm not panicking. There's a long way to go. I thought what Griffo said. Griffo said you were panicking. Oh, for a brief moment. I had a brief <laughs> brief. Yeah, and then I've settled down. Yeah, right. Wasn't What's... a good weekend last weekend.
7: Up the roosters. Why's that, mate?
1: Come on, Timmy. You know why I have not need to
7: spare that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just
0: stirring up. It's easier better when you tell me. Um guys, I've got nothing else to add. I reckon we kinda of wrap that up. Uh tomorrow night on the Q&A pod, we are looking to try and do the Focus on the best 10 questions. Um, once we get the best 10 in, then we're going to shift to a couple of other things. We're going to have a in the bin with Cookie um, where Scotty or Roscoe are going to fire some questions 10 in the bin with Cookie. So they're going to have uh, about 10 minutes or 10 questions, whichever one comes first to fire off at Cookie and see what sort of responses they get. Be prepared for that one. Could be some interesting responses. And we might even have the lemonade stand might make an appearance and talk about all the lemons that we've been sold (laughs) so far throughout the year.
7: I didn't sign up for that.
0: (laughs) We'll see how we go, but I'll let let a few of them make their decisions throughout the over the night. Um, Thanks everybody for tonight. It's been a lot more fun, a lot of fun. Um, From
6: here on out, guys. Good night. See See you next week. Bye.